Quiet, please. Quiet, please. Would you marry a witch if it meant that you could live forever and never grow old? Would you be able to love, honor, and obey for all eternity? <laughs> Gives a whole new meaning to Till Death Do Us Part. Foley Mara Studios presents Quiet Please, which is written by Willis Cooper and directed by Chuck and Megan Mara. Quiet Please for tonight is called Don't Tell Me About Halloween. I'm going to kill my wife tonight. Or maybe tomorrow night. I mean, I'm going to kill one of my wives. I better. Something's going to happen to me that won't be good. Well, Halloween's almost here. Halloween's the deadline. Candace has to be dead before Halloween. Only trouble is, I'm not sure I'll recognize her when she shows up. You ever been in Salem, Massachusetts? Place where they hanged all the witches? No, they didn't burn them at the stake. A lot of people think so, but they didn't. They hanged them. Well, except the man witch, old Giles Corey. They pressed him to death. Very unpleasant. Well, it was in Salem this particular Halloween that I met Candace. It was dark up there on the hill where the gallows used to stand. Dark and cold with a damp wind coming in off the sea. The few little lights you could see in the dusk only made it darker and lonelier and creepier up there. I remember how I shivered as I started down the hill to town. And I remember how I jumped when something that looked like a black cat jumped out of the shadows at my feet. Without thinking, I yelled, Who's that? And my heart almost stopped beating because... Well, good evening. I'd been all alone up there, and then all of a sudden there was a woman standing beside me. You're the first human being that's spoken to me tonight. Who are you? I'm Candace. I, I don't know any Candace. You didn't, but you do now. You nearly scared me to death. Oh, I wouldn't do that to you. What's your name? Craig. You like me, Craig? What? Well, I, I don't know what you look like. I like you very much. Well, but I... I, I Kiss me, Craig. No, I... Kiss me, I said. Hmm. You know, you're going to be a very nice husband for me, Craig. What, what do you mean? I'm not, I'm not going to... Oh, yes, you are. When I say something's going to happen, it happens, Craig. Uh, but I, I, I'm not... Wouldn't you like to be rich, Craig, and have a beautiful wife? I am beautiful, you'll see. Wouldn't you like to be rich, and wise, and happy, and live forever? Hmm. Wouldn't you, Craig? Who the devil are you? <laughs> oh, why, that's a very apt way of putting it, Craig. Who are you? I'm Candace. That doesn't mean anything to me. I'm the witch they didn't hang, Craig. Well, she was right. 
I am rich. Whenever I need money, which hasn't been for a long time now, I ask Candace when she comes to see me at Halloween time. I am reasonably wise, I suppose. I'm quite an authority on American history. Quite well considered the university here. And while I can't say I've lived forever, I have lived 253 years. And that's right. You see, I met Candace on the hill above Salem in the year... Two years after Cotton Mather stopped hanging witches. Yes, Candace has kept her promise. I remember the way she put it, standing up there in the early morning, watching the mists crawling along the ground below us. You'll not see me now till another Halloween, and I can't tell you what form I'll be in when I come to see you again. But if you see a strange bird or a lost dog or any strange being at your door come Halloween, you say, who's that? And if it so happens the stranger's me, why then I'll be home with you till the cock crows for morning. And I remember I started to speak, to ask questions, but she stopped me. For time's short now, my love. And remember the words and we've all the future before us. As long as I live, you shall live. And below us somewhere... A rooster crowed. And I was standing alone on the hill. And a yellow butterfly was rising in circles above my head. I watched it disappear in the first rays of the sun. No, I didn't believe it either. And yet we were only two years away from the witchcraft trials. And whatever may be said today, the belief in witches didn't die a quick death as modern historians would have you believe. I was there, I know. Besides, I had married a witch. Halloween, 1695. Stray dog lay on my doorstep, shivering in the rain. I don't like dogs. I was about to boot the animal into the street when I caught a look in its eyes. I yelled, who's that? Well, it's about time. I've been lying there on that doorstep, freezing. And nearly drowned without a stitch on, and you stand there and look at me like, like some great fool. Get me something to put around me and, and stir up that fire before I catch my death of cold. Oh, and I do believe you were going to kick me too. <laughs> What did I ever see in you? <laughs> Candace, dear, how was I to know? Give me that quilt! Oh! Oh, she was all contriteness and apologies in a moment. But I can feel that slap alongside my chops from two and a half centuries ago. And our first anniversary was a very pleasant one. I was rather glad I'd married a witch. It had its drawbacks, though, despite wealth and growing wisdom. People around me in Salem grew old, and I seemed to stay the same age. I moved away, and years went on. I moved away from Salem. And I moved away from Philadelphia. I moved from Baltimore, and Richmond, Savannah, and a score of other places. I spoke to George Washington. And I watched Robert Fulton's steamboat chug up the Hudson when I was more than a hundred years old. And looked 35. And every Halloween, I welcomed Candace home. 
for a night. One year in a farmhouse on an Illinois prairie, a red fox whined at my door. And it was Candace. One year a blue jay flew down from a tree in Missouri. Another year she came as a skittering little gray field mouse. And the year I came back to Wisconsin after the Civil War, a porcupine gnawed its way into my cabin on Halloween night and one of its quills spiked me before I thought to say who's that. When Candace smiled at me, there was only a strand of yellow hair through the thick of my thumb. I remember she pulled it out. And it hurt. Years. And years. And years. Ah, she's been a wonderful wife. But I never forget what she is. Once a year is getting to be enough. It was just 67 years ago tonight. Before Halloween, you see. That was the first time she appeared before Halloween. 1880. Rutherford B. Hayes was still president then. Seems like yesterday. I heard something bumping against the front door. Before I thought, I called out, who's that? I thought you were never going to call. Darling, I didn't know it was you. Well? Huh? Don't people kiss their wives anymore? D darling, you surprised me. Suppose you surprise me. Now. How come you're so early, dear? Oh, I just thought it would be nice to surprise you. You certainly did surprise me. Did I? You certainly did. What's happened since last year? Uh, nothing much. That's so. Well, what have you been doing? I've been away. Where? Craig, you'll be better off if you don't inquire too closely into my private affairs. Being married to a witch ought to be enough for you. I'm... I'm just interested, Candace. Like I'm interested in what you do when I'm away? What? I am interested, you know. I don't know what you're talking about, dear. You don't? No. Don't you ever get lonely while I'm away? Well, I'm, I'm certainly. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? You know what I'm talking about, Craig. I don't, either. You're forgetting that I'm a witch, dear. What? <laughs> you can't keep anything from me, Craig. Don't you know that? Why, I don't know. Oh, I, I won't punish you, Craig. But you mustn't run around with red-haired girls. Why, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, yes, you do. So, I just decided to take that temptation away from you. Candace, what did you do? Look over there at the window, darling. And I looked. And peering in the window out of the darkness was a frightened, tiny red squirrel. Its teeth chattering with terror and cold. <laughs> She's still got her red hair, dear. Candace. Candace, did you do that to her? Of course, dear. No, no, no. Don't try to rescue her, Craig. I've got other plans for your little girlfriend. What are you going to do? Listen. Now, come here and kiss me. Mm-hmm. Good. 
Yes, in some ways it's fine. Some ways. You know, in the last 50, 60 years, I've gotten so afraid to say, who's that, anytime. Uh, oh, wait a second. Did you hear anything? No. no I guess she's not here. Wouldn't want her to surprise me again. I want to surprise her. 67 years ago that she set the wolves on that little poor red squirrel that was once Marjorie. I've forgotten her last name. But I haven't forgotten what she did to me. They arrested me for murder. Candace let me stay in jail a whole year. I waited till the next Halloween till a little screech owl came and perched on the window ledge of my cell. And even then it took me half an hour to remember to say, who's that? Sure, she was very sorry, she said. Very sorry. But I had to be punished for being unfaithful to her. Unfaithful? I never even kissed Marjorie. That, that witch. Believe me, I was pretty careful after I got out of there and moved to Oklahoma. If I had any female acquaintances, I stopped seeing them along in early September. But darn it, how would you like it if you only saw your wife once a year? And you knew that she could turn you into a caterpillar or a hippopotamus or something whenever she got a myth with you. You'd look around too. Just like I did. She nearly caught me again in Washington, D.C. That was in 1910. I'd been a good boy. For nearly 50 years. Well, pretty good. At least careful. Standing outside the Willard Hotel that Halloween night, and a big moth dropped out of the darkness and lit on my shoulder. Candace likes to be a moth, I think. She's appeared that way 15, 20 times. Well, I knew at once what it was. My conscience was reasonably clear, so I just said, Who's that? Hello, darling. Oh, welcome back, Candace, dear. Been a good boy? Perfect, darling. Love, Candace. Mad about Candace. You better be. Now, Candace. You living here now? In the hotel? Uh, hope you like it. I've never been in Washington before. Well, we'll go sightseeing tomorrow. Oh, I saw quite a lot of it. Lying in. Yes? Who's that woman? What woman? Hi, Craig. Darling, where on earth have you been? Yes, I thought Gertrude was in Chicago where I'd left her. Wasn't that just my luck? I don't know what Candace said to her. She just disappeared. But you know what that witch did to me? She turned me into a fire alarm box. Don't laugh, it isn't funny. From October 31st, 1910 to October 31st, 1911, I stood there in front of the Willard Hotel, rain and shine, snow and boiling hot weather. And nobody even turned in an alarm on me. Of course, they did paint me in the spring. Then at half past 11 on Halloween, a little black dog came by. I tried to say, who's that? And I made it all right because I could hear gears clicking and wheels turning. There we were. Candace in a black fur coat. Me in a blue serge suit. All plastered with red paint. <laughs> oh, you look perfectly awful, Craig. Well, how do you think I feel? Oh, my feet. Well, now, maybe you won't be chasing other women, my dear. Candace, I... I promise I'll never do it again. 
You better not, sweetheart. I'm a very jealous woman. So I noticed. And if you think that was bad, how would you like me to turn you into- No, 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 Candace, please. No, 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 don't tell me. You may kiss me now. Oh. Oh, and don't get paint all over my coat. Candace can be very sweet when she wants to be. But these last 30 years, she doesn't seem to want to be very much. She spends most of the time she's here asking me questions about what I've been doing, where I've been, the people I've seen. Well, friend, I'm getting awful tired of it. 253 years is a long time. A long, long time with a jealous wife. So I'm going to get rid of her. This time I'm done. No, I don't love Candace anymore. I'm afraid of her. I, I told you I got this job here at the university in the history department. I've got this little cottage up here in the hills where I go every Halloween. Well, uh, I don't want Candace barging in on Faculty Row. Well, I'm not supposed to be married here. You know how that is. So, so I decided to end it all this year. I'm going to kill Candace. That is, I hope I am. When she appears, I'm not going to say who's that. And then Alicia and I are going to be married. Oh, I didn't tell you about Alicia. Here comes Alicia now. I'd like to have you meet her. <laughs> this is Alicia. How do you do? Alicia and I are going to be married. <laughs> yes, indeed. Right after Halloween. Alicia's secretary to the Dean of Women. That's how I met Craig. Well, I hope you don't mean to imply I was flirting with the Dean, Alicia. Oh, goodness. No, dear. I mean, you were being introduced to her when when we first saw each other. I'll never forget. I won't either. Isn't she pretty? Oh, Craig, you mustn't talk that way to strangers. Oh, I'm sorry, dear, but you are pretty. Oh, but I'm so much younger than you are, Craig. <laughs> well, you are a little younger, dear, but uh, that won't make any difference, will it? Oh, not to me, darling. Excuse us a second, will you? Darling, I love you. <laughs> darling, I love you. <laughs> Kiss me. Oh, but they're looking, sweetheart. Shut your eyes a second, will you? Now, darling. Craig, dear. You like her? She's quite a girl, isn't she? Nothing at all like Candace. Man, am I tired of Candace. Oh, oh wait a second. The phone's ringing. I'll be right with you. Hello? Hello, darling. This is Alicia. Oh, hello, dear. Are you going up to the cabin today? I'm just leaving, darling. Oh, I wish I could go with you. Well, I do too, but I'll be back in a day or so. Oh, good night, please. No, no, dear, you know it can't be done. Hmm. I wish I could. Well, it isn't practical, dear. I'll hurry back. I could drive up tomorrow. I'll probably be back tomorrow. I'll miss you. I just wanted to say goodbye. I love you. I love you. See you in a day or so, honey. All right. But I wish I could go along. It can't be done, sweetie. I might drive up and surprise you. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Goodbye. Alicia, wait. Oh, my gosh. You can't do that. If she does... Hello? Hello? Uh, give me... Uh, give me... Uh, uh, 3412J. Well, so here I am. Oh, I wish I could have got Alicia back on that phone. 
She comes up here, she'll... Oh, well, she won't. She's got better sense. Oh, let's see what time it is. Mm-hmm. Well, let's see. Revolver. Silver bullet. The old Revolutionary War bayonet I had at Valley Forge. Bowie knife Dave Crockett gave me. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm pretty well fixed. Come on, Candace, honey. <laughs> come on. Yes, come on in. This time. This time you can come ahead of time, baby, and Papa will be waiting for you. And then... <sighs> Alicia... She's an owl or something. Wait, she's an owl. I better get, get, better get the shotgun out. Well, let's see. Well, Candace, look out! What the dickens was that? Oh, huh. a moth. A moth, eh? Well, 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 Candace. Here, Saturday evening post. Light somewhere. Light somewhere, darling. Light there, there. Oh, I missed her! You're not gonna get away with this time, sweetheart! Ugh. Get away from that lamp! Get away, I say! Oh, I got you! I got you! Oh, you're not dead yet! Oh, <laughs> well, I'll just. Never mind, Craig. What? Never mind. I'm going to die, alright. Who's that? Oh, it's too late, Craig. You killed me. <laughs> But haven't you forgotten something, darling? What did I forget? You forgot what I told you back there on the hill at Salem, sweetheart. You'll live just as long as I live. And when I die, you'll die. Oh, my... Oh, my... Candace! Candace! Let me help you! <laughs> It's too late, darling. Much, much too late. <clears throat> Hello? Hello, this is the Forest Ranger Station? Oh! Hello, Brad. Listen, this is Alicia Thomas. Listen, Brad, you better call the county cops or something. Well, I don't know. Well, it's a little cabin halfway up Latigo Canyon. Mm -hmm. You know, the one with the red shutters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was on my way up to the station, see? And and I, I meet this, this girl. Please be quiet, will you, lady? Yeah, so this girl and her car's busted down. And, well, you know, I picked her up, and she wants to come up here. <laughs> oh, um... What's your name, lady? Alicia Deenan. Alicia Deenan. So, so, so she's going to meet this fella here, she says. And I lift her out, and I was just starting away, and I hear her scream. Scream! Y you know, holler. So, so, so I stopped and run inside, and she's yelling her head off. She did. Lady! Lady! Please. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, Brad. Sure looks awful strange. No. 
No, there wasn't no guy here. <laughs> oh, nothing but a, a squashed moth. You know, one of them big death heads moths, you know? Yeah. Oh, and, and, uh, and a skeleton. Yeah, a skeleton. All dried up and dusty. Like it was maybe 250 years old. And that's all. Just him and the moth. Funny, ain't it? You have listened to Quiet, Please. This week's episode is Don't Tell Me About Halloween, which is written by Willis Cooper and directed by Chuck and Megan Mara. Craig, the person who talked to you, was played by Galen Howard. Candace was played by Wendy Rosoff. Alicia was Margot Moreau. Gertrude was played by Erica Schindel. And the Forest Ranger was Ashley Morgan. This episode of Quiet, Please was originally broadcast on October 29th, 1947 by the Mutual Broadcasting System. This recreation of Quiet, Please comes to you from Los Angeles and is produced by Foley Mara Studios. And so, until our next week at this time, I am quietly yours, Galen Howard.